0: Hi, everyone. I'm Rob (laughs) from Movie Geek and Proud.
1: And it's Ryan from Radical Retro Rewind.
0: All right. So this is sort of a end case, I guess, to (laughs) close up our crossover event of It Takes Two and Parent Trap. Uh, As advertised earlier in the week, we both reviewed our respective movies on our specific podcast. Now we are joining together once again to highlight the women of the hour, the two fiancées slash almost wicked stepmothers. And that is Clarice Kensington from It Takes Two and Meredith Blake from The Parent Trap. So... I'm representing Clarice Kensington, and...
1: I have the unfortunate duty of representing Meredith Blake.
0: (laughs) Well, not only are we sort of seeing who is the meanest, the cruelest, the baddest, but we're also highlighting how fierce and funny and also very iconic these two characters are in their respective movies, (laughs) and how... The gays, in particular, remember them till this day, so Ryan, highlight Meredith Blake in 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 a way and what are some of the shadiest stuff she did in in your movie to recap
1: God, Rob, I feel like I have such a challenge here because once you view or review, it takes two your girl. She is a beast. So, okay. (laughs) Meredith, Meredith, Meredith. You may remember her from her white hat mysteriously hiding herself until she is revealed as the condescending, sassy, future stepmother of the Lohan, as I like to call her. Her... Her evil deeds includes, her evil dudes, that's right, because she's probably (laughs) got a few men, too. Her evil deeds include bringing a bell. (laughs) Now, once you start listing off Clarice's evil dudes, the fact that this lady's bringing a bell to summon (laughs) Cheesy, as I like to call her, but her name was Chessie? Chessie. Yeah. She brings a bell, so she's bringing that level of energy right away that you're a servant to me. I don't care that you're a family friend as well as a helper to my daughter. No, I'm bringing a bell. You're going to be summoned when I ring this bell, and whenever I ring something, you're coming. If that is not pretentious, evil, I am better than you attitude, I am a rich lady, ugh. I'm actually laughing having to do this, Rob, because I have so many good ones for your lady that I am not going to bring up unless you forget to mention. <laughs> that, <laughs> because no, that's I don't totally, even know where to begin. This woman totally is fair. evil.
0: That's totally fair. No, with the bell Maurice. thing, I mean, that is very disrespectful on a human level. I, I'm surprised that that sort of like antic or, or gesture or even like a command even works today. So like... That movie, when did that movie take place? 98. So in 98, yes. we were still using bells to summon people. Like, where do you think she lives? I I mean, that's not even a... I don't even know if that's, like, only a rich thing. Like, it seems like a rich, like, like international thing. Like, I I mean, America is pretty, you know, bad this in, is in, only- in most cases. But, this, but it's like... Who would still do that to another human being to summon people with a bell like that? Is just so heavy on the disrespect.
1: It's definitely used to highlight. I I hope at that point at ninety eight that it, she's this cre- this creature. But yeah, I mean Rob, I always dreamed of using a bell when I had a sore throat and I was sick as a child to ask for some like soup or something. I never like this is the equi- how I would equate a bell, but. Yeah, she's ringing that bell like Quasimodo, Meredith. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that was definitely pretty harsh. I mean, I, it doesn't matter how rich you are. You, I just, it's weird when you're in a in a plate, but I guess that's the etiquette way because it, to be proper and to be you know like of of some high standard, you don't yell. You know, women don't yell. They don't you know speak of of high volume and you know. Unless you're saying off with her head, that's pretty much the only time you yell. But, like, women don't yell, so we, so this is how we call people. You know, we didn't have cell phones back then and all that stuff. But that's the thing. It's an old-timey gesture. It's not something that you do today. It's, it's yeah. What was that movie? Wasn't it Cinderella where, you know... Um, Tremaine would pull on a string and it would ring a yeah. bell all the way in the kitchen or whatever like that's for back in the day you don't do that today and he, and this
1: man allowed it he was like yeah, yeah because a- we if we remember she brought her own bell she literally brought a box over that afternoon like it was a gift so you she rang? went and bought herself a bell <laughs> yeah it's, yeah. It's ridiculous thank god for Ch- Ch- Chessie so and I want to say that she gets it from her, her mama and her father because we see at one point Meredith's father is okay with whatever happens as long as they get that money. So they know that they're going to get their daughter locked down with this rich millionaire. So she gets it from her parents. This is a whole family of people you do not want to associate. These are these stuck up. Seeking money, people. I mean, they—they must have some money. She's well off at some regard, but you could totally tell that there are these people that are chasing money. They want more money. They want their family to have more. They want their daughter to have more. And I will give it to Meredith. I think the only way that I can win this argument is her style, because if it's based on style. Meredith might win. No,
0: her fashion was on point. She looked so good. Even down to her camping gear. She looked good. Like anytime she put on an outfit, she wore it to the nines. It was yes. She looked great throughout this whole movie.
1: And and both women drop the bomb of of boarding school to the respective girls in their movie. So they're on the same, they got the same ideas going. But I will say Meredith. Is a little more sneaky with how she goes about her sass. I feel like Clarice is just instantly nasty and reads it on her face. So it also makes you wonder how these, the father in your movie went along with her so easily. Because it seems like she's just being nasty in front of him and in, in, in various yeah. ways. I will say Meredith at least is a little more, she's a little more calculated.
0: Yeah, no, I hear that. Didn't you catch Meredith listening to R&B when she dropped by the house?
1: <laughs> I was yes. like,
0: oh, you be kicking it That's at the clubs. That's how she gets down. She be kicking it at the clubs. I love it. I love it. Yeah, sporting school is usually the epitome punishment for any rich child is that they'll be sent off and never see their family again. Um, but the other things that I noticed was the... You know, like you said, the parents were definitely like she's a product of gold-digging parents for sure. And um, the this boarding school was in Timbuktu, by the way. Yeah, she picked the furthest of the furthest boarding schools, but it's that sheer ultimatum of being like, get rid of your kid or I leave you. Like, no, you don't do that. Like, how do you I love ask it. a parent yes. to just be like, choose me between you and your kid? Like. No, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But what the balls on her to do it, though.
1: The balls. And it started with the bell, I think.
0: Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) No, Meredith Blake is awesome. I think she's so fierce. She is hilarious. She was given those one liners like crazy. She had her gay (laughs) henchmen on her. She's known as the Ice Woman and also a nickname to her is Cruella is what (laughs) I wrote down. Those her dickens. so she earned them perfectly.
1: Do you think one of the other had more to work with as with their evilness?
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, so if we're talking about Clary's Kensington, and if Kensington doesn't scream a up, like uppity and privilege and snob, I don't know what does. Kensington, oh, God. oh God. But... <sighs> Compared to the uh, two women, though, uh, Clarice wasn't really in the movie as much as Meredith. Meredith had more of a hands-on experience dealing with these kids. There were multiple pranks put on her and a lot of sass between um, her and Lindsay Lohan's character. She was more involved with trying to make sure Dennis Quaid didn't leave her. And Clarice was just sort of under the radar. I mean, like you said, it was blatantly clear that this woman was evil. So there wasn't really any reason to have her have multiple scenes with her showing this because it was clear they weren't right for each other. They concentrated more on the love story that was being created because Parent Trap already had that solidified. So we needed that to be created yeah, Clarice, though, when she hits, she hits like there are so many scenes in this movie where she lays it down as the most despicable oh person. God. Let's start with how insanely rude she is to um, the 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 folks who work for. The Calloways, especially to good old Vincenzo. I just remember
1: I text you when you were watching this. I was like, listen for that
0: Vincenzo.
1: Because <laughs> I thought I had it on lock, people. If you listen to The Parent Trap, I had at the point, spoiler alert, with podcasting, some things get out of, sometimes it's not exactly in order. So I was sure rewatching this. Oh, my God. I was not ready for her level of Francesco.
0: Yeah, yeah, Francesco. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, Clarice, again, is a woman who's not recognizable to much. And also, people don't really remember It Takes Two as much. But the woman who plays her, Jane Sibbett, she is mostly recognized outside of this as Carol from Friends, who is Ross's baby mama. And she also played the lead woman and love interest to Herman from the TV show, Herman's head. That's where I remember her mostly from. Yeah. I loved Herman's head and yeah, her name was Hetty, and she worked for the (laughs) same company as Herman did. And they sort of had this like off and on relationship, but the woman is, is, is she just plays this character so well. And so, yeah, she's rude to all of the people that kind of work for the dad and she also
1: them. Oh,
0: she also so, goes through this moment of um where she's kind of walking around the house and she's thinking about redecorating. And um, while Alyssa is is hiding and she and she doesn't know that um Alyssa's in the room, Clarice says this line No mother no wonder your wife is dead. She had horrible taste. So she's so mocking the dead. And, like, wow. Like, what What a line. Like, that's horrible. That's so rude. And then, again, she uses the boarding school threat. But here's the kicker. Twice. Twice she attempted to hit a child. Oh! At yeah. the end of the Anyone movie. Anyone she could get. At the end of the movie, she raises her hand and is in formation to slap the shit out of this kid for ruining the marriage, the the wedding. And when she couldn't do one child, she tried to hit the other. And I'm like, so it's it wasn't like a spur of the moment anger. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I almost hit a kid. No, she tried to hit a kid, failed, and then tried to do it again. In front of people, in front of everyone, she had no qualms about who saw it. She really raised her hand so high to slap the shit out of a kid. Can you believe it? Right?
1: It wasn't her acts that got her; it was this children's fault that she ain't getting married. Yeah, right. I, I could not. I literally held my mouth over that, and the part when she said about the mother. Oh my god, this woman! Yeah,
0: terrible, terrible, terrible. So, an, a nickname that was given to her was Calloway Ghost. <laughs> and for those who in the episode, know the part that I'm talking about, but. Clarice was definitely the epitome of the wicked fiancé, you know, breaking up a family home, taking, you know, place of a mom. I mean, it was this very big cliche that we had back in Disney uh, in these live action films. And, you know, I totally get it. You know, for me, I don't particularly like roles like this because no matter how horrible they are, the men agreed to marry them. The men agreed to love them. And you. For some reason, they took them as they are. You know, it's not like they pretended or tried to hide their evilness. They were who they were from the beginning, and these men didn't care. And now they should just get the short end of the stick and be broken up and left at the altar just because you can't, you know, handle it. But, you know, we justify these parts because they're evil, and it's like they get what they deserve. But it didn't seem like both women were after the man's money. You know, like, yes, they wanted to continue that rich lifestyle that they're used to, but who's to say that they didn't genuinely like their partners, you know? And I mean, I don't just,
1: blame them they, they, they yeah. in, in the two men that they picked, but Lord have mercy, these are wicked ladies.
0: Yeah, they're very wicked. So, I mean, they definitely justify the actions as to why they, you know, didn't win at the end. But at the end of the day, I think that they were both really screwed over royally by the greater good, quote-unquote. And, you know, again, if if this was something they just discovered and, you know, we didn't know that they were, like, evil, then, yes, it would make sense if they are being deceiving. But, you know, they were both in true selves. These women did not care who they needed to step on to get to the top. I I say do what you got to (laughs) do. But, I mean, we can clearly say who is the cruelest, meanest, bitchiest one of them all. I cannot deny it, Clarice Kensington. Seriously,
1: a thousand percent. I can't front. I can't. I can't even. (laughs) No, she even did my number one thing, which was she beep bleeped or whatever they. She hit the nose of when she met Amanda or um, the Olsen twins' character. She she did that little ooh kind of thing with the nose. No. That alone. (laughs)
0: All right. So here's the ultimate question Do you prefer the parent trap
1: or it takes two? Oh my God. Rob. I will say that both are actually great on their own. They both exist on their own. They, I mean, of course, the comparison is there. The plot is almost identical in in most ways, but. When we did this, I mean, God, this is like, we had this idea, like, going back to October about doing this, like, when Rob brought this up, this, like, this combined thing. And I was sure, I was sure that The Parent Trap was going to win because well-known, it's um, it possibly filmed better because it was more of a high-budget movie. Definitely. Uh, and it it is filmed beautifully, but I got to give it to, I really enjoyed It Takes Two. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, that's cool.
0: I i was unsure how I was going to come out of this because It Takes Two is a movie that is a little bit older and, and, and more forgotten within the next generation and whatnot. I see The Parent Trap on TV more than It Takes Two. Um, I'm sure it's due to their distribution and, you know, how often it Mm -hmm. airs and whatnot, but it's it's not easy to just watch It Takes Two on TV, right? So Parent Trap has more of an exposure, which means it, it clearly has the better popularity, and it also involves, you know, a child actress who, you know, was renowned at that time, right? So, you know, Parent Trap definitely has its charm. I think Lindsay Lohan killed it. I loved her dual roles. Definitely the budget shows in this with the cinematography, the fashion, and the one-liners, all of that work. There was a lot more involvement with the adult characters as well. Yes. But watching It Takes Two again, and yeah, many people may not know about the movie as much as the other one, but It Takes Two just has more of a grounded, earthy tone to it. I just think there's just a little bit more of a realism to it. it. It's it's still a child's movie, but it's it's it feels more relatable than the parent trap. There's a lot of fantastical things that I think are enjoyable. You go to the movies to escape, but you know, being on the boat for dinner and just all there, you know, both parents are rich and they just go through this highlight. There's something very grounded and real about it takes two that I liked about the script. And then again, the actors that were in it, I'm just, again, this screams more nineties to me than the parent trap does. And so mm. I appreciate it Takes Two more as
1: the predominant movie. Wow. Uh, so, for Parent Trap, you know what, though? It gets its love. You no, only Parent hear Trap about is good. the Parent Trap.
0: Thank you. Parent Trap is good. Most people will completely disagree with me on this, of as course. most do. But I just like that. I just prefer that one.
1: I, and having to say, I, I don't know if it's because, because we mentioned this on Movie Geek and Proud, but... I really like the Olsons. I don't know if that has to do with it, because we're both around, you know, we're both from the same generation, and we grew up with them, in a way, you know? And Lindsay did appear later on, but I think that might be half the battle, too. It's like, you have this almost relationship, because the Olsons were everywhere, in everything, at the time, too. So that might be it, but I totally enjoyed It Takes Two. Yeah. a lot. A lot.
0: (laughs) Well, since we put that to bed, now it is time for this summer camp and other tour to begin. Remember, starting January 2nd, this next Wednesday, it kicks off. I will be doing American Pie Presents Band Camp to start us off. And then the following Friday, Ryan is going to start his Crystal Lake Chronicle with the first Friday the 13th.
1: I can't wait. I hope I brought enough to protect myself as we venture out into these camps. You know, we're traveling to a few different camps ourselves. So yeah. we got to get packed and we got to make sure we're ready for these movies and the f- adventures are ahead. My God, there's going to be a lot happening
0: exactly exactly so you'll definitely hear me on his show a couple of times throughout this summer and he will be joining me on some of these summer camp uh, reviews as well so again look out for an episode each week wednesday and friday all the way through the end of august and yeah enjoy your summer